Coming up on this episode, we begin by discussing America's most forgettable presidents, the perfectly fine Super Bowl, and why you shouldn't freak out and target it. Then we get into the week's tech news, including the launch of a new social platform and a change to an existing one. Stick around, it all starts right now. This is Don't Panic, episode number 332, recorded February 21st, 2022. Target the truth. Hello, everybody. Welcome to this episode of Don't Panic, the technology podcast on the gadgets, the internet, the you, all of the above. I'm Sean Jennings, joined as always by the Chester A. Arthur of podcasting. It's Colby Rabideau. Good evening, Colby. Hi, Sean. Welcome. Happy President's Day. Thank you. Who's your favorite president? Is it Chester A. Arthur? I like the name. So, and you know, it's so funny because I did look it up. They did a survey in 2014 and Chester A. Arthur was the least remembered president of everyone. <laughs> That's kind of why I like him. I see. So you're, and I like you're the doing your part. He's not Chester Arthur. He's Chester A. Arthur. <laughs> What's the A stand for? Allen. What a great name. Chester Allen Arthur. <laughs> At least I it's love not that. Chester Arthur Arthur. Uh, no, Chester, Chester A. Arthur is... I, I am a fan of the obscure presidents. I was going to ask you, can you name any of like the bottom five least remembered presidents like could you guess who the least remembered presidents are i mean you're i'm kind of setting you up for failure i admit (laughs) right statistically yes um i can't decide like is the guy who was president for like three three days and then like died from the flu like is he like on the one hand you'd think he'd be least remembered but on the other believe it or not william henry harrison is more remembered than like seven other presidents probably for that fact well i know like i'm just thinking of the presidents that i can think of right and like i know that those aren't the ones right because i can think of them (laughs) it's a real quandary i feel like it's all the ones that were in like you know between 1895 and uh and and like 1920 yeah it's you go through the span where it's like founding fathers right then a bunch of people you don't remember then abraham lincoln right then a bunch of people you don't remember then theodore roosevelt and then you start to remember after that right exactly like i i feel like from tr i could name them all in order maybe maybe are you sure are you sure you want to say that well, no. I might make you do it. <laughs> all right. When? Wh- all right. Okay. So when was when was Theodore Roosevelt president? Uh, from 1901 to 1909. Was Woodrow Wilson president right after? No, he's two after though. You forgot two somebody after. in between. Well, I definitely don't know that person. It, oh, you know, you, you, they have a, a middle initial and they're most famous for being fat. Oh, that's Taft? Man, that's right. I would have thought Taft was earlier. <laughs> no, Taft slotted in between them, but then you had Woodrow Wilson. Right. And then, I mean, FDR must have been right after Woodrow Wilson, you've got, right? You've got three presidents between Woodrow Wilson what? and Franklin D. Roosevelt. Yeah. Yeah, the 20s, the roaring 20s. Who even? I would say one of these is memorable. That's Herbert Hoover. 
for Scoobervilles, and and he was very unpopular right before FDR. Sure, yeah. But between that, like Warren G. Harding. Yeah, no, I would not have guessed that. And then his vice president got elected after him, who was, say it with me now, Calvin Coolidge. Calvin Coolidge. Yeah. There, there are some good alliterative names in the president. And I love the middle initials. I really yeah. do. I'm a sucker for the middle. So after FDR, you probably, I would think you could probably name all of. Well, it was FDR and then Truman and then yeah. Eisenhower. Yeah. Right. And then... uh was it Nixon the first time? Nope. Nope. You're, you're missing missing in between there. Who was before Nixon? Who beat Nixon the first time he ran? I mean, was it Ken? Well, well, it was Kennedy. Kennedy, right. Who is it? Wasn't there one that like lost and then won? I mean, won and then lost and then won again. Did that happen? Uh, not in the modern era, no. Okay. Never, I must be confused. Yeah. No, because Nixon ran against Kennedy. But what you're forgetting is that Kennedy got assassinated. Who took over for Kennedy? But LBJ. LBJ and right. then Nixon. Right. Then Nixon. And then I don't really was Jimmy Carter. That's too soon. I don't well, know Nixon, who was after Nixon. Nixon resigned. Right. Who becomes president when you resign? Well, the vice the, president. The vice president. But I don't who know was who that was. Gerald Ford. Oh, Gerald Ford. Then Jimmy Carter. Jimmy Carter, the peanut farmer. That's right. And then was Reagan after him? Yeah. And then George Bush. Yeah. One. And then. Old. Right. Right. And then Bill Clinton. Yep. And then uh, George Bush. Two. Junior. Yeah. Right. And then uh, who was that guy? <laughs> Barack Obama. Hussein. Hussein <laughs> Obama. That's right. Right. And then. Uh, Donald Trump and yeah. then, uh, you know, the current, the current. Well, uh, I mean, Joe he wasn't Biden. actually elected in 2020. That election was stolen. But sure. Yeah, we sure. Right, uh, right. No, I wasn't. Uh, no, I, I that's you did a great job, Colby. I'm very proud of you. No, the the list of forgettable presidents include Franklin Pierce. <laughs> yeah. Millard Fillmore. Great name. Amazing name. Uh, Zachary Taylor. Sure. Uh, another one of my favorite names, Rutherford B. Hayes. That's, that's and, and another great name, one. Martin Van Buren. Nice. All, all of that era. I do wonder, like, all of those except, like, the second one you said, uh, Pierce, Franklin Pierce. I, yes. Like, I guess I s sort of remember him, too. Like, I wonder, sometimes I wonder if, like, the way f questions are framed sometimes like makes you remember things differently. Like, I wonder if I was just trying to think of names of presidents, if that would have been any easier or, or if because like I was trying to think of the presidents I couldn't think of, I just couldn't think of anything because I was yeah, trying to think a, of a uh, thing I couldn't think. Of. Yeah. I, again, I did not set you up for success on that. That's okay. No, th there's a, there's a great run between Andrew Jackson and Abraham Lincoln to arguably more famous presidents uh, where it goes Van Buren, William Henry Harrison, John Tyler, James K. Polk, mm -hmm. um, Millard Fillmore, Franklin Pierce, James Buchanan, then Abraham Lincoln. So just a whole, whole forgettable run right there. Wild. Yep. Grover Cleveland. Anyway, happy President's Day. Yeah. Thanks, Sean. We did it.
Yes, sir. Sean, if I recall correctly, congratulations or are in order because yes, you thank you. Possibly for the first time, won the Super Bowl prop debts episode. Uh, thank you for swallowing. Always nice to meet a fan. Uh, <laughs> and second of all, uh, it was the second time I've ever won. Out of se- this was our seventh. All right. And so this was only the second time. And this, I would say, the other one. Not to get too much into it, I recommend people go check out our our two episodes on it. But um, the other year I won was kind of a weird year where like we both lost a lot, so I kind of squeaked out a win. But this year I felt a pretty resounding win. Nice, pretty resounding win. Did you enjoy the uh, the Super Bowl? Eh, it was fine. Um, That's what we said. Yeah, it, it was not. It was fine in a good way. Right. It was. I didn't. I enjoyed the halftime show. I thought mm. the halftime show was good, but the I don't know. The game was fine. It was it was definitely a football game. I'll give them that. Um, I didn't. Neither the Rams nor the Bengals are teams that I ever really think about in term in in over the course of the football year. Or so, but isn't that nice? Isn't that nice? I mean, look as 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 a longtime Patriot fan, you understand it's stressful when your team is in the Super Bowl every single. It's exhausting because you're worried about will they win, will they lose. It's nice to just enjoy the game, right? It's a lot of emotional labor. I mean, I don't think people know how tough it is to be a New England Patriots fan, right? It's a real a real burden, you know. <laughs> Where are you going? That's all right. We'll just root for the uh, the Bruins or the Red Sox or the. Uh, <laughs> Or the Celtics. Yes, sir. Yes, sir. Yeah, that happened. Yeah, that, now, Super did you Bowl. have a, a particular commercial you enjoyed? Any stand out to you? Not a single one. Like, there was not one that really caught my attention, which is probably because the game wasn't really holding my attention, so I wasn't, like, super paying attention to the commercials. Yeah. I don't know. What did, what did you... What about you? Was there a... I mean, I think there were good commercials, but I agree there wasn't, you know, back in the day, they would premiere the big commercial on the Super Bowl and then like run it for a whole year. Right. And I, they don't do that anymore. Oh. So there's not one where it's like, oh, yeah, you're going to see it on TV a whole. The other thing I told Matt this is it's like I had seen most of the ads before the Super Bowl because they like te- I saw a teaser commercial for the commercial. It absolutely wild. And so it's, you know, it's like coming at this Super Bowl, the commercial. I'm like, Jesus Christ. <laughs> Come on. That's weird. Uh, so, no, nothing. But did you see, you know, there was a lot of crypto ads. Obviously, there was the the LeBron James and his younger right. self. There was the bouncing QR code. The young LeBron, LeBron James was a crypto commercial. I do remember that commercial. Yes. I liked it. Did not realize it was for crypto. I do remember the Larry David one. Yes, there was that one as well. Yeah. yeah. Which which just goes to prove the theory that there is never enough money rich people will have. Uh, right. Because Larry David does not need the money to star in a goddamn crypto commercial. I Man, probably doesn't even know what crypto is, but God <laughs> bless him. He, need, he needed the couple extra bucks to, to put his name on that fiasco. So right. more power to him. And like, oops, sorry, sorry, listeners of the Getting show. Getting excited. Um, like what what even was that company like well i think i know the lebron james one was crypto.com and the bouncing qr code was coinbase i want to say his was ftx right which is just it's like coinbase it's just another exchange for for buying and selling crypto right 
There, so. there are a couple big ones, but FTX is, um, is that the, like Steph Curry, that's the one Tom Brady's in commercials for is FTX. Oh, the Matt yeah. Damon commercials. I think that's crypto.com. Yeah. I just went to crypto.com and it's, there's all kinds of famous people. Fortune yeah, well, favors the brave. It's such a pyramid scheme. Oh my God. It's gross. But you know what it is? Honestly, the, the problem I have is it's the same with the stock market. Like, if people are smart at it and they can profit off of it, I don't care. I don't like when they pitch it at like dumb, poor people like me who don't know any better. Like that's what bums me out where it's like, but anyone can do it. And you're like, but they can't like <laughs> I, I, the whole stocks thing could like the, the normal person should not be buying and selling individual stocks. Sure. That's why mutual funds exist. Like you don't have to do that. And so it's the same with crypto. I'm like, you're, you're just, Whatever you you tech nerds want to go be rich one day and poor the next. I don't care. But don't ask my grandma to start a crypto dot com account. That's the. This might be a Merlin, a Merlin man thing, but he <laughs> I think it's him that he always talks about. It. It's like it's a Ponzi scheme. And like the whole thing is people like the people who put a bunch of money in have to hype up the next, the next generation of people who are going to put a bunch of money in. Um, Cause otherwise like, you know, they're the, they're going to get left in the, you know, left in the lurch with when it, when it, when it finally busts. So the question well, is just that, a matter of how part far of that thing too, where all, you know, a lot of these coins have really decreased in value. I mean, they're not worthless, but they have decreased a lot in value. And so nobody, wants to buy them. So they have to bring in people to offload these coins that aren't worth anything. Like I just, it just, I don't know. I don't know. I I will say cryptocurrency doesn't bother me as much as NFTs. (laughs) That's Because at least cryptocurrency, you're like, okay, I'm just going to, you know, whatever. Again, it's stocks. It's just trading an asset back and forth. But like, at least a coin is, is theoretically, an NFT is a JPEG. Like it just, it, it just like the, the, it's like you took something stupid and somehow made it even stupider. Yeah. And that's somebody who owns NFTs. <laughs> Unfortunately. I have some crypto. I was pleased to see that for the first time ever, Coinbase generates like a taxes document. For <laughs> yes. Well, my H&R Block software asked me, did you trade any cryptocurrency this year? I'm like, oh boy. Right. Not a chance. You think I should start getting into crypto? No. (laughs) (laughs) I appreciate your honesty. I mean, maybe a little, but don't like, you know, don't sell your house. I shouldn't convert my 401k to crypto. Is that what you're saying? Right. Don't. That's what the commercials told me to do. (laughs) Don't get a second mortgage or. uh... (laughs) That's right. Well, I'll open it in the cat's name. Uh, He can. uh, Sir Charles. He likes to trade. Right. Wild. What a time to be alive. Yeah. So anyway, so that was this. But I, it, you know, there was a website that posted all the 90s dot com Super Bowl commercials of the dot coms that all crashed like immediately after the Super Bowl. Um, so a funny reminder, nonetheless. Yep. Of, uh, of these things here. Yes, sir. Excellent. Excellent. Good. Well, what else do we got going on? Anything uh, interesting of note? Tech news. Uh, Oh, you mean in my life? 
Yeah, Colby, this is an intervention. We're here to talk about you, okay? Um, I don't, there's not really anything going on. It's like the depths of winter. I yeah. rent, I rented a zip car this weekend for the first time since uh, that time we went to Kaylee's and it was a total shit show. My renting yes. the zip car. Um, so, and it was less, <laughs> nothing, nothing went terribly wrong. Uh, a thing I do hate about renting cars is you never know if the phone plug is going to be USB A or USB C now, which is pretty unfortunate. Actually, it's just occurring to me that I should use, I should just have one cable that has a USB A lightning cable that has a USB C adapter on it. And that's probably what I should bring. Uh, yeah. To the rental car. Yeah, you definitely want to be prepared. I'm actually going to, I didn't have a pick, but I'm actually going to pick. I bought these uh, these little tiny uh, USB-C to USB-A adapters because my work, uh, we don't get like new computers, like we have old computers. Uh, and so I've got USB-C things uh, without a, so I've got my Mac that's all USB-C and I've got my Windows computer that's all USB-A. And so I bought these nice little uh, uh, female to male um, little little mini dongles. Mini dongles that are pretty nice, and they were like eight bucks. They really weren't expensive, but they work fine. I got a uh, an awesome. I should pick that too. I got an awesome uh, Microsoft manufactures themselves a speakerphone puck for Microsoft Teams. That's USB C. It's awesome. It's awesome. I use it in my office. Puck. So it's like a microphone thing that you plug into your. Yeah, it's a speaker microphone combo. So you can have speaker phone calls like it would be good. Oh. Like I bring it to conference rooms and stuff rather than just do it off the computer. Right. Um, it's USB-C. So it plugs in nice. But of course, my computer doesn't have a USB-C port. So oh. that's where that came in. <laughs> Heartbreaking. That's that's a shame. It's a pain, man. Um. Yeah. Otherwise, it went pretty well. <laughs> Something weird that happened. Uh, we were just going to Rhode Island for like the day. Like we went down at 10 o'clock and we were coming back after dinner. So I tried to get the zip car for like 12 hours. Mm -hmm. And I don't know why Laura thought to look up what the price was for just a full day. But she looked up the price for the full day and it was a full like $50 cheaper. <laughs> to rent the zip car for the the entire day than it was yeah. to rent it for 12 hours. That was like, it It wasn't that expensive. It was like, you know, that was like 30% of the, pr <laughs> the price. Like, why? Isn't that great? That's happens when computers generate prices. They right. just don't make sense at some point. I, I bought a, uh, this is very dumb, but I bought a bag of carrots, right? And I needed about two pounds of carrots and they came in a one pound bag and a five pound bag. A one pound bag was three ninety nine or was two ninety nine. One pound bag was two ninety nine. A five pound bag was three ninety nine. I said, how does that make sense? I needed two pounds. I went with a five pound bag. I didn't even need that many carrots. Sure. But it was like it, it's the same as if I got two one. Pound. Absolutely wild. <laughs> That's, I, don't, I don't get how money works. Right. That seems extreme, but it's like more of what you would expect. Like that is typically the relationship. <laughs> like, you know, more costs like 
more money usually, yes. but like How slightly you got a discount less. Discount is right. baffling. Right. It did. I was wondering. Like it used to be a thing where if you returned your zip car early, you could tell them and like maybe they would give you money back. But then <laughs> like what what would have happened? I totally forgot to do this even. But like if I had done that for this car, would they have taken mo- more money away from me because <laughs> I returned you 50, the car? Charged you the 50 bucks? Right. Yeah. Such a scam. Man. They're out to get us, dude. They're out to get us. I hate to tell you. Yeah, you got to watch out. You got to watch out. Uh, No, I don't have anything interesting technological to share. Although my uh, I think I mentioned on the show before that I've turned the don't panic YouTube account into my like burner account where I watch embarrassing things. I don't want my personal accounts like recommendation engine to get. Sure. And, and I go through these phases where it's like, first it was like dash cam car accident videos. Then it was those like helicopter police chases from California. <laughs> There's a big, then it was like, I did do a couple of like YouTube, like influencer guys. Cause I just find them weird and fascinating. But my new thing now is public freakout videos is, is the YouTube term. <laughs> it's basically like Karen's and like people like sure. yelling at people. Right. And I'm like so ashamed, but I can't stop watching it. <laughs> That's funny. The I th- I feel like we almost witnessed a public freakout at Target today where Ooh. there was. So if you I think it's known for people who live around here that on the weekend or President's Day. Uh, like target is a madhouse like like it's absolutely insane yeah um and the at our target at our non-suburban like city like small target when it's a madhouse they they like they have like one line for the registers that goes like deep into the store. And so you go, you get in the long ass line and there's a person at the front of the line that says, okay, you go to this register or are you like, are you okay with self-checkout? Okay. Go to the self-checkout. Sense. Right. Very incredibly fair. The only fair way to do grocery store lines. Um, but we were, so we were waiting in the, in the, unexpectedly long line for for checkouts and there was like a woman who i can only assume was like the mother of a college student and her daughter who i assume was the college student Mm -hmm. um who could just not she her her mind was melting like she could not (laughs) come to terms with what was happening and she three times she like went up to the front of the line and like asked the guy the target employee line director person like if that the line was the line for self-checkout or for like just for self-checkout like she could not fathom that (laughs) she just needed to wait in this line and she she was so upset and it was it was like funny but also annoying uh but that that's always the double sidedness of it where on one hand it is amusing and the other you're like this is sad (laughs) people just don't have patience anymore and like she was she was like we were like three people from the front of the line and she was like so that was when she was like the most like frazzled about about it 
it's like you're gonna be at a register in like 30 yeah, you're seconds. in all just be happy you're in a lot right. like i don't you know you you will be able to pay for your stuff we promise yeah they're gonna take your money it's their only job that's awesome i i wish my target did that because it is kind of a the, with the self-checkout and the you know every time i go there is a huge target near me like one of the biggest ones i, I mean it's like a massive target yeah and they they have like four self checkouts, usually three to two of which are working. Uh, there, there was actually there was one. I, well, I'll back up to that. But uh, and then there's only ever one register open. Oh I've been in there all times of day. I've been in there on weekends during the week. There's only ever one register open. And the woman who works there, I've she's waited on me many times. It's always the same woman. One of the nicest people you will. She's so polite and genuinely kind. And it's the slowest goddamn person <laughs> ever at a checkout. Just yeah. unimaginably slow. And you can't like get upset because she is really nice. Right. But you're and you see her and you're like, okay, do I wait in the really long self-checkout line? Or do I take forever in the checkout? I went there the other day, one of the like self-checkout units. I can't I I've never seen this before. There was water spraying out of it. <laughs> like literally, they had like a bucket where like water was pouring out of it. And I'm like, how does water even get in there? <laughs> <What's> the water? <laughs> like there, there's no plumbing that goes into it. I couldn't believe it. And then I kid you not. Do you want to know? <clears throat> I, I was there with my mother. I don't care enough to really find out, but she's nosy and whatever. And so I, you know, she went up to the, the woman and my mother was like, I'm just wondering, like, what's up with the register that's leaking? And the woman goes, Oh, we have a leak in the ceiling. And we look up, there's no leak in the ceiling. It's coming out of the machine, not down from the ceiling. So we're we're even more confused. We're like, what the hell is going on? There's no pipe or anything that runs from the ceiling down to this register. It was utterly baffling. So things not going well at my local Target. <laughs> wow. That's wild. Yeah. The our Target, like, especially at busy times, like, they know what's coming. And it is it is pretty well staffed and uh, there are usually like 10 self-checkout things. It's the only place where where like the majority of the self-checkout things are like running at any given time as opposed to like yeah. the CVS where there are like five self-checkout things and all but one are broken. Um, but the the real kicker is like this target sells alcohol. They have alcohol, but there is only one register where they oh, can scan your no. ID. So if no. you purchase alcohol, you wait in the alcohol. Line. <laughs> it's like, why? Not cool, man. I know they got to figure out how to do self checkouts with. Yeah. Right. With that. <clears throat> Someday. Well, you know, I will. I will give you a mini technology angle on it, which is uh, my local supermarket chain, Big Y. A uh, former employer of mine. I did not get fired. From, I almost got fired from that job, but I didn't actually get fired. I took a, a fake check once by mistake. Uh, anyway, they are rolling out a new technology platform where you scan the barcodes on the food with your phone. As you go through the store, Ooh. you hit pay on the phone and then you just walk out. You don't have to go to a register. You don't have to talk to anybody. You just do it all on your phone. I mean, that sounds amazing, but also, how do they? <laughs> how do they know? It's a good question. It's A, you can't buy alcohol with it. That is one thing. Uh, but honestly, and I tried it because uh, I had like a coupon if you if you gave it a shot. So I did. On the plus side, I would say 
from a register payment perspective, it was incredibly efficient. Um, and I did pay on the phone and I, and the other nice thing is they have a, like a coupons app mm-hmm. so you can load coupons into it and it does it all automatically. Mm-hmm. So it's pretty, it was pretty slick. The problem I had is your cell phone's not really good at scanning a bunch of barcodes like if I were going in there for two or three things, maybe, but a cart full of stuff, you're like, you know, you got to take it out and then you got to kind of got to point and it goes and then you put it down and then you got to they got to turn your screen back on and open the app. And you got wasn't wasn't a very smooth experience from that respect. Mm-hmm. You know, if it were like a NFC or something where you could just tap it or something, I'd say, hey, that's pretty cool. But the barcode scanning, not, not so much. I feel like uh was it like Stop and Shop? There was some place. Yes, where, with, the, with the dedicated handheld scanners. Right. Which I yes. always thought that was really cool. And I never had like, it seemed like it was a thing that worked really well. If you had like a, a one of those little grocery carts, like the utility cart things. And that, that seemed like the absolute dream where you just scan it, you plop it in your cart and then you roll on out. I used those for a couple of years. I was a regular stoppage and I would use them every time I went and I loved them. And what was nice is they were dedicated units with really good scanners on them. Yeah. The downside is a, they were always broken. Sure. Because people treated them like shit and you did have to go to the register and they have like a security check where it's like theoretically every so often, like an employee has to come like check that you didn't lie. Sure. And I got caught every time <laughs> I swear to God, there was a span of like a year. Every time I did this thing and it, it, doot, 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 the employee would have to come over, uh, sir, I got to scan, check, do a, a spot check in your cart here. I'm like, I come here every week. Honestly, I'm not scamming you. Come on. You know, please. It, it genuinely made me feel like a criminal. And I, so I did stop doing it after a while. Cause it just didn't, the technology never quite gelled. Right. That's a shame. Yeah. That's a shame, but like, how is the big Y thing going to be any different in practice? I, honestly, my only guess is that they're just going to assume there's a certain amount of loss and they're just going to eat it. Yeah. And, and and it's worth whatever. Because again, now they're getting, I'm sure, some kind of data from me that I don't even know what they're tracking at this point. So, right, you right. know, maybe they're tracking as I walk aisle to aisle scanning stuff, probably. I don't know. Yeah. Like if you visit too many aisles and don't scan anything, like you're going to be in big trouble. I mean, it's going to be like, you know, I walk by the beans and my phone buzzes. You forgot your beans. Oh, my God. (laughs) That's spooky. Maybe. Yeah, maybe it's like. I don't know, like some of the self-checkout things like at Whole Foods, they don't have there's no scale or anything. So it's it doesn't have the uh, like the. CVS is another one that is terrible about this where like if you even look at the scale the wrong way it like flashes and then someone has to come over and like fix your thing Um, and like Whole Foods just doesn't have a scale at all like it's weird yeah it's it's very inconsistent although I do miss that my supermarket uh, years ago they put in new machines but the old machines whenever you would do like um Whenever you would scan anything, it would say out loud what you scanned, and I do miss that. <laughs> Wheat thins. One on place onion in your cart. Adult diapers. Yeah, but honestly, and it was like upset, like just loud enough where you could hear it, and it Pepsi twelve pack. And you're like, why? I Come know what on. I you know, you know, and then if you didn't do it right, 
Please place paper towels in cart. Please place paper towels in cart. <laughs> Just go talk to a human being. Right. Amazing. Uh, well, Colby, is there any uh, any tech news this week you want to talk about? We're in the doldrums. <laughs> We're in February, man. I mean, did you join Truth Truth Social? I, you know, I'm tempted to make it a, an up for debate challenge or a, a don't panic challenge here. Well, I'm going to get mad on there, too. Uh, yeah, un, uh, I, I will say, unfortunately, uh, Donald Trump's uh, media company uh, launched Truth Social, their own social media network. Uh, it's live right now on the iOS App Store. Um, it is uh, very similar to Twitter except the main difference is that instead of tweets, they're called truths. And instead of retweets, they're called retruths. Um, now, apparently, uh, if you sign up, well, first of all, you had to be on the wait list to get the chance to sign up. Then when you sign up, you're actually placed on an additional wait list. You're not just put right into the app. Um, the truths are shown on a truth feed. Um other features under development, not available at launch, include direct messaging as well as user verification. Hmm, that's good. Um, part of the Trump Media and Technology Group. <laughs> what is this note about his earlier conflict with the Mastodon project? Yeah, so apparently, I, I, I'm sure you're familiar with Mastodon, but basically it's an open source uh, social platform, if you will, that you can build your own social network off of, and it kind of runs independently. But the rule is if you use it, if you use that code, you have to acknowledge the code and follow certain Mastodon rules. Well, the first version of Truth Social was just, they literally just used Mastodon, like they just used the whole thing and then like broke a whole bunch of the rules. And the Mastodon people are not litigious at all, but they're like, no, it's Trump and you totally broke all our rules. Yeah, screw you. Uh, We'll sue your ass. So they had to rewrite a bunch of it, apparently. (laughs) That's funny. Yeah. No, this thing was the the internal um, the internal testing site leaked twice um, where people were able to get into the internal testing environment, see what all the developers were saying inside of it. One guy even registered at Donald Trump inside. I mean, it's just it, the whole thing's been a disaster from day one. It's hilarious. Um, not available on Android at the moment, only iOS. So weird says here what makes truth social different we are a social media platform that is free from political discrimination discrimination oh my god this is so insane listen can i read the 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 app description from the app store because this is wild what exactly is truth social's big tent approach you ask think of a giant outdoor tent at your best friend's wedding who's there the combination of multiple families from all over the united states and the world uncle jim from atlanta is a proud libertarian Aunt Kelly from Texas is a staunch conservative. Your Uncle John from California is a diehard liberal. And guess what? They're all together to have an amazing time and share their different viewpoints on the world. Although we don't always agree with each other, we welcome these varied opinions and the robust conversation they bring. Bullshit. When I go to a wedding with all of those people there, it's a goddamn disaster. I don't know who they're trying to fool. Yeah. Amazing. It's funny that it's called Truth Social. Retruths. <laughs> right. You Re- can retruth Retruths. Nothing means anything. I think that's the uh, that's the moral of the story here. 
crazy. Wow. So when are you going to sign up? I don't know. Should we uh, start publishing Don't Panic? <laughs> we were having <laughs> that, uh, that censor- censor- censorship problem. <laughs> Is that why nobody listens to the show? The big algor- the big tech algorithms? Maybe, maybe that's Does it. you speak the truth? All right. Yeah, look here. It has a dark mode. This app has everything. This is great. <laughs> I'm gonna, I'm gonna, I'm gonna get uh, don't pan at don't panic show on Truth. Follow us there. I mean, we probably should just in case, right? I mean, honestly, I think we should start our own social network called uh, Fake, right? Or Lies, maybe. Lies. I don't know what the opposite lies. Relie. Relie. <laughs> yes. Yes. I love that. <laughs> That's awesome. Probably do better than Truth Dodge Social. Only, only post lies. Yeah, it's not a bad. Yeah, that's idea. very funny. Very funny. So anyway, go go sign up for that, or don't. Probably don't. But don't. I know you've got to cancel your Parlor account and your Getter account. Oh yeah, and all the other uh, all the other conservative platforms. Right. <laughs> was it parlor was the one that like amazon shut them down or something right yes. yep <laughs> do you think someday we'll have like like conservative uh like web hosting <laughs> someone has tried i do believe there is some company that has tried <laughs> i know I, I think it is rumble is like the youtube for conservatives and that's the site like a bunch of the january 6th guys live streamed on right and I think they've tried to do like their own hosting. Um, it's bleak. It's weird. It, yeah. It's a weird time. Yeah. Kind of insane. Yeah. Kind of insane. Oh boy. You know, Colby, let me ask you this. Well, thought experiment. If you started Colby social tomorrow, your own Colby social media app what 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 would you do how would it be like what features would colby social have would you make it a big tent for your family's wedding or whatever absolutely not (laughs) um (laughs) no i would have uh exclusive veto rights over yes yes i mean i like i don't really like I think there would be no interaction on Colby.social. Like you you could post things. You definitely can't like like or comment on other people's uh drops. Um and no like sharing. Screenshots are just not allowed. <laughs> no screenshots we'll we'll have an algorithm that like just like if it seems like a screenshot shut it down yeah congratulations colby you just invented the blog yeah exactly that's the dream (laughs) um i really like my my twitter twitter rss thing like i keep i keep up on all the tweets uh tweet.systems is that right tweet.systems um it's still like it's humming along. It was broken for a while and it took me a minute to figure out what (laughs) what was going on. The problem was like, I didn't, I wouldn't, it would take me like a week and a half to figure out that something had gone wrong. Um, 
but like I still have like two million tweet. You know, I'm using like like a couple thousand of my two million tweet cap. So feel free to go sign up for tweet nonsense. <laughs> the the problem is, is I do think if I signed up my whole Twitter account, I think. I would probably break it. I think it might be a little much. I would I would love to know if it broke or not. Like truly, truly curious uh to know what the what the limits of Tweet Dot Systems are in its current state. Help us out. Let's make it go viral. I really um I really want to do the same thing for Instagrams. Mm. But I can't like it's it's unclear to me. So I tried. You can go to like a particular Instagram URL with like you add a, a special like like parameter to the URL and it gives you back just the like computer form of the Instagram page. But it totally like eventually like if you 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 use your computer and make like too many requests to that URL at the same time. <laughs> they get smart. Yeah, they start giving you Kafka's. Um, but like, it seems like to do the same thing for Instagram, you have to do like per user off. Like they don't, even for public Instagram feeds, they don't have a like Twitter esque where like you can exist as a non-person like entity on, on Instagram, which is lame because, because having to like authenticate with Facebook accounts is a disaster as we learned in version two of the don't panic, the don't panic, uh, site when they may it rest in peace. Yeah. When they, uh, when they took our API logins away and we couldn't log into the server to change them. But yeah, that's my, that's my, (laughs) I'm, I guess it's the anti-social network. I I was going to say, you want a social network with no social. Exactly. And really no network. Right. Right. In fact, you want a newspaper, right? It's even better if (laughs) no one is following you. That would be like, you've really made it. If you have zero followers (laughs) that I think when you sign up for it, you would be randomly assigned followers and your, your goal would be to lose them. Well, now you're getting a little into like chat roulette territory a little bit <laughs> where it's like you're matched up randomly. Oh, yeah. That's not ideal either. No, I, I although I do think if someone like hooked into Twitter or something and did like a gimmick like that, where it's like you you follow 100 people randomly automatically. And when you drop one, a new random one fills that slot. So you always have 100. <laughs> I, I think That's you could get some traction with that. Yeah. You have a little pod of. A hundred people. I like it. Um, uh, twit roulette. Yeah. Um, what would you do? What was, what's, what's the, you know, I don't, the biggest issue I have is I want to be able to better filter. And I think I would add a credibility score sort of like verified on steroids where it's like you start at zero and the more legit you are over time, you get a bigger and bigger score. Like you could be a level six user or like a level 10 user. And it gains you certain things. Like you said, like I'm going to start you with no features and you got to earn them. So it's like, yeah, okay, you can post maybe, but then like you want to be able to follow more than a hundred people or you want like to get replies on your stuff and all <laughs> like you have to hit a certain score. And then when you fuck up, you get downgraded. Right. And some of it's automatic, but some of it's also manual. 
<laughs> and so like people like we can turn you down and be like, no, you lost your privileges, buddy. You're, you're back down to level three. <laughs> That's funny. Do you think like, or like what, what would be a, a downgradable offense? Like what, what is being a good, a good, uh, a tutor versus well, like you said, posting screenshots maybe could be one. There you go. Downgradable offense. I would say retweeting your own tweets. Is that a thing you can do? Oh yeah. People do it all the time. In life. So, so you would build in functionality to the app that is just a trap. Like, <laughs> like right. if you do well, it. that's the thing. And then you get it. And if you abuse it, you lose it. Nice. Like I can, I can take away stuff from you when you're a huge <laughs> dipshit. Like you can't post more than like, let's say you're, you can post once a day. And when you prove you're responsible enough, then I'll take it to two and then a five and then to 10. And if you post too much, then I'll downgrade it. That's what I'm saying. I'll give you the chance to earn these features, but there will be punishments. I like it. <laughs> yep. I, I, if your post gets like too many replies, cause you're a dumbass, like that may downgrade you. I think there's some cool AI technology we can use to quantify how big of a dipshit some of these people are. Right. Right. It's <laughs> perfect. So, we should get into the social media business, Sean. I, I hear it's very lucrative. Mm-hmm. Um, so now, now might be the time. Although, did you see Facebook fell out of the the top ten most valuable companies? I know. Um, speaking of Facebook, we've got another great story here in the rundown. Uh, they're changing the name of the news feed. You remember, you loved the news feed, right, Colby? Of course, it was the the thing, the defining feature. Absolutely, it's the thing we all see. Well, uh, the the name, kind of crazy that they've changed it, but uh, the news feed, as we all know and love, is now known as Simply Feed. <laughs> feed. It's, it's like when they drop the the from the Facebook. It's not news feed, it's just feed. Right. Well, I mean, I think that's appropriate because it's mostly just ads now, right? They're just yeah, they're not much news in there, right? Right. Really, you're do you're the one doing the feeding, like you're feeding your your brain to the to the machine. I'm hungry. Got to give me some of that feed, right? Give me that feed because we're all we're all hogs <laughs> eating feed out of the troughs of Facebook. Gross. Ew. Yeah, which it is. It's too much. Uh, the newsfeed was first introduced more than 15 years ago, if you can believe it. I guess I can't believe it because I like I like remember. I don't know. I guess I don't know. I don't know if I can't remember if like newsfeed was already a thing when we were allowed to like sign up for Facebook as high school students in the in the in the 2000s, the aughts. Mm. It's a good question. I think it. I don't know if they called it the news feed, though, what it was. You know what I mean? Yeah. I don't know if, they, if it's more about the name or the actual features of what it became the quote unquote news feed. Right. Yeah, that was crazy. That's why it was so much cooler than MySpace. There was stuff to do. And also all the pages didn't automatically blare loud, annoying music. Yeah. <laughs> uh. I liked oh, that. you like System of a Down. That's really cool. I liked in AIM, too. That was good. That was a, a whole thing. 
I was never an AIM guy, but I didn't really have friends. So that that could be it. Yeah. I mean, it's more could fun with friends, I guess. Uh, that's probably why I approach social platforms like Twitter more so, because uh, you don't have to have friends there. You can just follow anyone. Yeah. Okay. You know, MySpace and AIM and those. I don't I don't know about that. That's how I first you looked you up on Facebook back in the day when I first heard Colby was going to be my roommate. <laughs> oh, yeah. First thing I did was I went on the Facebook. Now, did you look on Facebook first or that weird Maris social network that we. Uh... It God, it would be funny if that still existed somewhere. I don't think it does, but it would be great if we could find it. No, I probably did look you up there first, but then I did go on. I did go on Facebook. Yeah. I was like, I think this is the guy. Right. And that was, that was canonically like famously. That's how Kaylee and I first met was we talked about trombone on the, on the weird marriage. The only people to use it. The only people to use it. (laughs) It's a, it was the perfect Colby social network. (laughs) It's a shame it went away. Uh, Delightful. That's right. That's right. Good times. Long time ago. Yes, sir. All right. Well, we got to start wrapping it up here. We've got some picks. Uh, I already talked about mine very briefly. I'll have the link on the website for folks. These uh, USB-C to USB-A adapters um, that I think are really neat. So I'll leave it at that. But these, these nice little teeny tiny adapters you can check out. But Colby, you've got a nice uh, nice kitchen gadget here for us. Oh, I want some of these adapters. Yeah. Um, <laughs> We got a. We recently purchased an instantaneous pot, uh, which is like a. It's like, it's sort of like a crock pot, but it's a pressure cooker, and so. I don't know what else to say. It's a pressure cooker, but it's like it does the stuff. Like it's like somewhat computerized, so you you kind of just like you know, press a couple buttons and like put some stuff in and like it like heats and pressurizes and like cooks your things in like five minutes. Um, but it's like, it's like good. It's, it really, it really works for, you know, for like things that are like saucy meats, right? Like mm. things you would braise, like things that would normally you would have to cook them for like two, two hours. Like you can make things in like, 25 minutes like i made meatballs in like 25 minutes and they were like good (laughs) they were like good meatballs um i don't know it's it's uh i i feel like i think it's a fad that is worth worth the hype like it lives up to the hype now mashed potatoes incredible so good crazy what, you just put like a whole potato in there or something <laughs> i mean you gotta like cut them up or peel them if you want to but if you don't want to you can put the whole potato in and it pressurizes it into mashed potatoes that's incredible yeah it like you don't even have to mash them it just like falls apart after it's crazy i mean i'd say this is a pretty big endorsement because you do not have a huge kitchen so i would i would argue your space is limited so if this like has a spot in your kitchen i would say it's got to be pretty good yeah, I mean, we definitely have invested in some extra kitchen storage to accommodate the kitchen gadgets, but there was some, like, the crock pot got demoted to, like, the closet. Oh, oh my God. Yeah. That's devastating. Yeah. Uh, 
Now, can I ask you, so I'm looking at this, you picked up the Instant Pot, which is the brand, I would say, that's sort of synonymous with this. Um, there are some buttons on the front of this, I'm curious. Have you ever made porridge in your Instant? There's a porridge button. No. I don't know if ours has the, this looks like ours. I've honestly, I've never read all of the buttons. Now, what about yogurt? Have you made yogurt in yours? I haven't done yogurt yet, but I fully plan to do yogurt. Yes. I was say now how about bean slash chili? Yeah, we made. Uh, I guess we didn't make we made we had chili a while ago before we got the instant pot in the crock pot. But we haven't instant potted yet. It also a thing worth mentioning. It also can has a slow cooker function. That's crazy. And you can do and it has like a saute thing so you can like if you need to like pre-cook your onions or whatever, like, you know, toast your spices, like you can do it before and then you throw everything else in the pot and then you put on the pressure cooker. It's now where, where are you finding the recipes? Like, are you cooking special instant pot? I should, I should have put, this should have been the real pick. Um, we have like, you can, there's no Dan. You can double pick my man. Amazing. Fill in. What is it? You know, Milk Street, that like cooking place. I have absolutely no idea what that is. Uh, Milk Street is like a it's like a Bon Appetit or like Cooks Illustrated like. Yes. Esque organization. Um, But they have a, a instant pot specific. uh, Cookbook that we've been using and it's 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 truly great. Let's see. Oh, nice. I'll put it in here. It's called uh, Milk Street Fast and Slow. And the recipes all, not all of them, but there are recipes for that use both the pressure cooker or the slow cooker functionality. But it's pretty good. We haven't had anything out of there that's been bad. So that's very cool. It's legit. They got Georgian chicken stew, Korean braised short ribs. Whole steamed cauliflower. This is great. Oh, good. What a nice pick. Yeah, it's it's really uh, it's great. Nice. Colby is on the bandwagon and loving it. Yeah. Um, very cool. The instant pot and uh, Milk Street fast and slow. Awesome. Well, we'll have links to all the picks on the website, as we always do at don'tpanic.io. Oh, yeah. You can check them out there. Go go buy. Put combine them put your usb dongles inside your uh, instant pot see what happens probably bad <laughs> things uh let, let us know how that works out um but we're approaching the end here so of course people should definitely subscribe to the show wherever they get podcasts just search for don't panic we're on all the major platforms and of course you can follow us at don't panic show on twitter emails don't panic show at gmail.com as we mentioned earlier in the show up for debate we just did our super bowl episodes uh which are really awesome over at up for bait.tv and march madness is coming up Matt has sent me boxes from Amazon. I am not allowed to open yet. So it's going to be a wackadoo month. He is actually planning stuff this year. So I'm very nervous. It's going to be fun. So make sure you subscribe. Uh, But we're going to wrap it up here. So we will be back next time. Uh, Dan may be here. He may be stranded in the snow in the, in the mountains. Who knows? Um, we're, We're hoping for the best, but on behalf of Colby, I'm Sean. We appreciate you being here. We'll see you next time for another great episode of don't panic.
This has been a Coffee and Beer production, executive produced by Dan Miller, Colby Rabideau, and Sean Jennings. To learn more, visit coffeeandbeer.tv.